From Up North News, I'm Pat Kreitlow. Time for some headlines and commentary for this Tuesday, February 16th, as we uh, enter a short work week because of the President's Day holiday. And on this Tuesday, Wisconsin is going through what you could call democracy palooza, because not only is it election day for the primaries uh, for the spring general election, but President Biden is in Wisconsin for a cable news town hall, and Governor Evers is giving his budget address. So onto the election, the polls are open until eight o'clock tonight. The one statewide race is that there are seven candidates running to head the Department of Public Instruction. That's the job Tony Evers had for many years before he became governor. There are seven candidates running. The top two will advance to the April 6th spring general election. But there may also be other local elections, depending on where you live. There are two legislative special election races as well. So you can always go to myvote.wi.gov to find out what the races are in your area, to see if you're registered, and to get to that polling place before 8 o'clock. And then, by the way, remember to get your absentee ballot for the uh, April 6th general election as well. Well, as mentioned, President Biden is making his first official trip to Wisconsin. And that will be for a CNN town hall that starts at 8 o'clock tonight with an invitation-only audience at the Pabst Theater. Governor Evers, meanwhile, is going to make his budget address virtually to the legislature. Now, governor's budget is only the, the first step, pretty much, in a state budget process. It's not going to become law. The legislature, who's ever running it, you know, will add, subtract, modify things from what the governor gives, and eventually a bill will go to the governor by the end of June, and that will figure out what the state is spending money on over the next two years, what programs are most important. Governor Evers, a Democrat, and the Republicans running the legislature don't agree on a lot of things, but tonight at least the governor will outline what his priorities are. As for the legislature, it was actually in session earlier today, passing bills related to COVID-19. Don't get your hopes up. What they passed were basically the poison pills that were in Assembly Bill 1, the thing that Governor Evers vetoed because of the poison pills, the provisions in there that hamper local control and such. So uh, your legislature today not getting anything done that's going to survive uh, Governor Evers at the, uh, at the governor's signing desk. So let's turn now to some better news about COVID-19, and, and that would be the numbers. Another day of, of good numbers, 624 new coronavirus infections. Just 624 for the past three days, just about 1,500 new COVID-19 cases. That is the smallest three-day number since early September of last year. So things continue going in the right direction. Now, there were another 38 deaths reported. The state's death toll from the pandemic is 6,204. But if you look at the day-to-day the -day movement, uh, the volatility in that figure, average it out over seven days, the daily number of new deaths is 16. And that is the lowest it's been since autumn of last year. Vaccinations, we are about to hit 1 million doses administered in Wisconsin, and we are about to hit 250,000 people receiving their second dose. That is 4.3% of the state's population. What does that mean? Let's compare apples to apples. So we looked at the surrounding states. Again, Wisconsin's at 4.3% have received both doses. Michigan is ahead of us at 5.1%. But then we are ahead of Minnesota at 4.2% and Illinois is down at 3.4%. So progress does continue to be made in getting people vaccinated. 
Well, back to uh, Republican lawmakers, this time at the federal level, and again, scratching your head about what they say or do. This time around, of course, we're talking about Senator Ron Johnson. He is, if I mentioned at the top all the time, this is headlines and commentary. This is the commentary part. What Ron Johnson has been saying the past couple of days is straight up gaslighting, trying to make people not believe what they saw, what they heard. You saw the video, you know that there were people killed, maimed, injured. You saw how close Congress came to uh, an outright, uh, something that could have been goodness knows how deadly. And Senator Ron Johnson has said in a radio interview or two that he's not really sure that this really qualifies as an armed insurrection. When in fact, at least a dozen guns were confiscated, all of the other objects that were used as, as weapons and thousands of rounds of ammunition. Uh, one report said it was enough for every member of Congress to be shot five times. It was very much what could have been a disastrous armed insurrection, uh, despite what Senator Johnson is trying to tell people. Now, Senator Johnson, for the longest time, was the chair of the Senate Homeland Security Committee, and he, by and large, abused that committee not to look into things like Russian interference in elections, but to look into things like talking points that the Russians were making about Hunter Biden. Well, because Democrats took control of the Senate, Ron Johnson no longer chairs the Homeland Security Committee. The Michigan Democrat who does announced today that that committee will do some work. It will begin its investigation into the Capitol insurrection one week from today. All right, one fun story to leave you on. Uh, we know that the need out there is still great for families who've been hit hard by the pandemic and the resulting recession. But we do show you how some folks have been volunteering to help those who uh, are in need of food, a particular type of comfort food. This is a group that's dedicated primarily to just baking pans and pans and pans of lasagna and then delivering them to families in need. We think you're going to like to read what Mary Bergen wrote for us over at upnorthnewswi.com. I'm Pat Kreitlow.